situation we wanted to talk about this week, uh, kind of about retirement issues when uh, one spouse is continuing to work. So, uh, Jared, I guess you've uh, studied this day and night for the last 40 days, <laughs> kind of like the rain that floated say, the ark. I wish I had. Is it Noah? I wish yeah. I had. I had, yeah. I had a had a short conversation with KC prior to the show about it. Wow. Uh, but no, this was so this is actually something pretty common. Uh, there's not, you know, who needs to read up on it when yeah. it happens this all much the time. Stuff. Don't be giving away all our secrets, but, Jared. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, but now Casey's got a page full of notes here, so we, we let him kick it off. Wow. Now, now you've done it. <laughs> wow. Here we go. Can, Folks, Jared, get ready that, for an earful. That is here the words comes. of the most prepared man on earth. <laughs> it is. Oh, I want my buddy here. <laughs> Take care of That's my life. That's why I got him on the show, you know? Yeah. Somebody's like gonna, next to him. Somebody's going to carry here, this let thing. Me, my let back me see is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well Anyway, um, so we've, we've got Jack and Phyllis situation here. Jack is 53. Phyllis is 45. So a little bit of an age difference there. Um, Jack is looking to retire at about 62. Phyllis um, is expecting to work until 65. And they have a little bit of a conflicting view about what retirement holds for them. So... Um, you know, Jack is estimating his Social Security to be around 2900 a month, um, and he obviously would not be eligible for Medicare until 65, so there's kind of the first issue if he's going to retire at 62. Um, Phyllis, however, is going to continue to work, um, you know, obviously it says until she's 65. Um, uh, maybe he can get covered for health care under, under her uh, insurance, if if that's an option, that wherever she's working, it looks like they have W-2 income, so um, she's not self-employed. Um, but possibly health insurance can, could be covered under her if she's going to continue to work. So that's a benefit for one spouse continuing to work, the health care portion of it. Um, from a Social Security standpoint, Phyllis is concerned about taxes. She asks if his Social Security benefit would be taxable if he is working. Um, which it would be if he were to continue to work. You know, well, taxability and and the uh, penalty for income are two different things here. Mm-hmm. So you've got the penalty for income. If you have income above, what's it, sixteen thousand nine hundred and twenty dollars for twenty seventeen, that will probably change by the time we get to uh, his mm-hmm. sixty two age yeah. sixty two. But assuming it doesn't, any every dollar above the 16,000 or every $2 above the 16,920 that he has in in income would be would reduce his benefit by $1 uh, in terms of social security. So that's that's part of something to take into consideration. It says that he's going to retire though, so that may not be a problem. Phyllis's income won't impact his social security benefit. Taxation though is another story. Uh, you know, that their joint income would be considered for taxation the way that they determine the, the taxability of Social Security benefits is to uh, was based on what they call provisional income. So you take your AGI, you subtract out the Social Security portion of your AGI, adjust, adjusted gross income, add back any tax-exempt interest from municipal bonds, presumably, and then add 50% of your Social Security benefit back to that. So for purpose of, of figuring this out, you know, his Social Security benefit is going to be about 34, almost 35000 a year. So you add back half of that, um, you know, and then there's a there's a scale, just like everything else, where <laughs> the benefits are taxable. So it, it's, the short answer, Phyllis, is you're probably going to have to pay tax on the Social Security, at least 50 percent, more than likely. You'd have to be under 32000 in provisional income 
to, to not have the benefit be taxable at all. If you're between 32 and 44, up to 50% would be taxable. And if you're over 44, then 85% would be taxable. So I could avoid taxation on my Social Security benefit potentially. Potentially. But that could still limit me. Even if I make it taxable, it's because I'm earning other income, which ultimately makes the Social Security benefit taxable at different rates or brackets like what you're describing. Exactly. So it's going to be very difficult to avoid it altogether just because, especially once she starts taking it. Now, she's a little bit younger than him, so there may be some time there when he could potentially get it tax-free. You know, the the other issue here is that they've got retirement accounts. Um, You know, he has about $3 million combined between his IRA and his 401K. She has about $1.5 million between her IRA and 401K. So you're talking about, you know, $4.5 million in retirement money, which once they turn 70 and a half, you know, once he turns 70 and a half, he's going to start being forced to take money out. I I did a little calculation just for, for giggles here. The, um, uh, Do you want me to giggle now or do you want me to hold it? (laughs) Why don't you hold all giggles to the end if you would? Thank you. The, uh, so his $3 million today at age 62, if he grows that at 5% would be worth 4.6 million. If he grows it at 5% to age 70, it'll be worth about $6.9 million. So his, his RMD potentially would be about two hundred fifty grand when he turns 70 and a half. So that's something that they may want to consider. There is an opportunity there that could exist, you know, between his age 62. If he quits working, depending on what Phyllis does, they may be in a lower income bracket. They've got a very high income right now. They're in the 33% bracket, making a combined 320000 those years between 62 and 70, they may have an opportunity to convert some of their their uh, IRA or 401k money into Roth, yep. um, which would reduce the amount that they're forced to take out at age 70, which could potentially lower the, the taxability of Social Security. Although I think that they're in a uh, high enough area, it's going to be pretty difficult to get them uh, yeah. to, to avoid tax on Social Security altogether. Um, they might be able to get a, a lower taxation there but and minimizing that tax is important but when you got a, a, a six-figure required minimum distribution yeah you might you might forego the tax on the social security benefit you know uh, willingly sure I would say you know uh, and and you could also just d- defer till 70 I mean you draw from your IRA if you if you need to now it, the question becomes it becomes a difficult thing to measure because you have to figure out what bracket are you going to be in now versus what bracket are you going to be in at retirement and at age 70 so there's a lot of moving parts there. You probably want to consult a financial advisor, get some plans run to see what's the best tax strategy that you should pursue there. Now you're talking my language. There you go. Call Jared. So yeah, that's why I had. That's why I deferred. I couldn't have said any of that better myself. Wow. That's what I had in mind yeah. actually. But I, <laughs> well, of course you articulate better. Well, yeah, so, you, know, you know, I do what I can. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, answer some questions for you. Uh, any financial questions you might have, uh, coming right up, we're uh, you're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.